Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany, Jessica, and Melissa will be discussing the second book in Margaret Brownlee's Last Chance Ranch series titled Waiting for Morning. There is nothing Molly won't do for her teenage brother, Donnie. Blaming herself for the accident that left him wheelchair-bound, Molly has dedicated her life to his care. But in 1896, gainful employment for a woman is hard to come by. So when Molly learns that an eccentric rancher in Cactus Patch, Arizona, is looking for an Harris, someone to take over management of the ranch, in exchange for future ownership, she jumps at the chance to provide a real home for her brother. However, Molly didn't bank on meeting Dr. Caleb Fairbanks, the town's charming unmarried doctor. Caleb has a way with Molly that makes her nervous, but it's how he is with her brother that really alarms her. Caleb sees past the wheelchair and genuinely likes Donnie, but Molly fears he's putting unrealistic ideas in her brother's head. Falling in love with Caleb would threaten everything she worked for, even for her brother's future happiness. But it could be the very reason God brought her to Last Chance Ranch. This was my favorite one of the series. Did anyone else really like it? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked all three of them, but I really liked the first one because of how it really talked about like the ranching and mm-hmm. learning all that. Mm-hmm. It started off a little uh, scary for me, I guess, with the fire. And oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. how it was going to go. I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed how you see the characters, all of the characters evolve throughout the story. So, yeah. And I like the doctor aspect of it. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's up your alley there. Yeah. I'm a sucker for... Anyone who faces a challenge like Donnie does, as far as being, he has, he's paralyzed basically from his hips legs. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at the beginning of the story, it sounds like he is paralyzed all over. Like he can't even push his wheelchair. Yeah. You know, yeah. because mm-hmm. he doesn't have any strength. His yeah. sister has done everything for him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I just love, like, I know there were like, there were moments where I was like in tears when Caleb is pushing him and like, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. You're going to do it on your own. I know you can do it. And those are like really tough moments, but I loved it. In fact, I mean, like I liked Molly and Caleb's love story too. I thought it was sweet, but I was more reading for Donnie. <laughs> I really mm-hmm. liked him. Did you guys have a favorite character in this book or storyline? Yeah, I I, uh, I I like how t- hard of a worker Molly is. I mean, yeah. she yeah. really was bound and determined to keep her mm-hmm. brother, give him a home that they yeah. never had. She was working on the ranch and checking on him and doing all these things mm-hmm. for everybody else but her. So in the way she tried to draw attention to herself instead of her brother, I thought was really yeah admirable even though you know people talk and people assumed and right uh, things about her but she she it's she would do anything for her brother Mm -hmm. so i love that part of the story yeah i mean she he was like her greatest motivator for dealing Mm -hmm. with the ranch because let's face it that's not an easy life working on a ranch and i don't think she would have pursued it if she didn't have him to care for right and they were in some pretty desperate at the beginning, they're mm-hmm. in a pretty desperate situation at that point. And she fought hard to keep her virtue while she was 
stuck in that job, which I won't say what it is. (laughs) That's back then. That's amazing for her. But and then what did you think of Caleb's car? (laughs) It was hilarious. It seems so out of place. You know, you're going to a ranch and all these people have horses and you're riding, driving this car that you have trouble starting, <laughs> backfires and all that. Yeah. Starts a cattle. Yeah. Runners. Stampede. Stampede. And yeah. you know that cannot be a smooth ride. That has got to it be It sounds worse. worse than a wagon. Yeah. The way it like, <laughs> bumpy and yeah. Well, they didn't have roads. It would just be the wagon road. You know, yeah. the roads that the wagons traveled. And you kind of like knowing now, like where we are with cars and everything. But back then, they were everyone was irritated with them because because it caused such a disruption, and the horses were afraid of it. And they're like, I don't know why you're driving that thing around. You should just stick with horses. Yeah. And then you look at today, and you're like, Wow, they were. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like planes. Like, what? Yeah. Why would you ride a drive? Go on a plane. Yeah. We have cars. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I found it interesting. Like how. Um, Aunt Bessie and Caleb pull Molly and Donnie into the church. Mm, that yeah. scene was funny. How and then the wedding scene where they were <laughs> playing the songs. Yeah, <laughs> that cracked me up. Did you like think the way Aunt Bessie went crazy decorating the town for the wedding? She was more of a bridezilla than anybody. I know. <laughs> I know. And wasn't she also like in this one closing the town on Sundays? Yes. Like, yes. No, because we have to be able to have. Yes, and before the wedding. The day before, yeah, yes. the day before the wedding, no saloons could be open. Saloons, mm-hmm. that's right. And yeah. then the sheriff ended up putting a ban on all weddings for the <laughs> right. next year. <laughs> yes. Because she was so over the board. I mean, she decorated like every possible like building, every post, and, every building. Yes, in town. Was- and when we first met her in the first story, they were hiding from Cactus Joe. I did yes. not picture her being like that. But I know on the I know the general story. Now she's decorating the whole. It's like she's came out of her shell or something with yeah. regards to her nephews. Like oh yeah, but it's all about getting her nephews married. And <laughs> I think she felt obligated, kind of yeah. to make sure mm-hmm. because she had over raising them. And- yeah, and I was also surprised at how well Donnie had a breathing problem too Mm -hmm. I don't know they called it asthma I don't know but how well that improved once once they moved yes there weren't they in they this wasn't the Boston one but they were somewhere they were in out Colorado maybe I'm trying to remember it was a mining town is where they started Mm -hmm. and then they moved Boston was the first book but the you know the hot dry air can do wonders when for somebody that goes from like a wet condition, yeah, and the smoke that they had endured that was that's true, it made it yeah. worse, and yeah. she had to get him out of that fire. But he was also moving more too when mm-hmm. Caleb was working true. with him, which can help the lungs and help strengthen all of the muscles. So, which were you surprised by the tension then that was between Molly and Caleb when? Caleb was pushing her brother. She like didn't like that she he was pushing her pushing him, I mean. She just felt you're pushing him too hard. He can't do this. You're being mean. You, and you're giving him hope where he can't. Yeah. Like, you know, you're giving him false hope. Mhm. But I also remember didn't when she came out, she did not tell Lady of the Rant, Miss She had not told Miss Walker, Walker about her brother. brother. And she didn't even know for sure if she was going to let him stay, right? 
mm-hmm. at first, but then she really uh she kind of got a connection with with Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought that was sweet cuz she's such a tough. She seems like just a really tough shell to crack through. Yeah. And I feel like every book it got a little softer. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And well, we'll wait. We'll wait till the end of the the next episode when we we'll talk about what she does at the end. But it becomes obvious that Donnie is holds a special place in her heart for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, he's so knowledgeable about the ranch, which was her love, the mm-hmm. ranch, and how he was reading and yeah, you know, the information he can contain. Yeah, because didn't she yeah. catch him like looking at some of her books or something? I think he read like all, all of the books and. He had ideas about the ranch and how to, you know, make it more profitable. Make it more profitable. Yeah. And I think that also showed him just because you're in the wheelchair doesn't mean you can't do something you love. Yeah, that you can't contribute. It's yeah. it was it's hard for him to get out on the range, but you have people that can do that for you or yeah. to help you when you mm-hmm. want to get out there. Just get in the doctor's car. He'll drive you around. I know. And, and <laughs> that was a funny scene, too, yeah. <laughs> when Donnie was driving the car. That was... A and he thing. got in trouble. Doctor, the doctor got in yes. trouble for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was mad. Yeah. Molly spent her whole life protecting her little brother. So I feel like she saw Caleb as somebody that didn't. Like she's going to lose that control of keeping him mm-hmm. safe. Whereas when Caleb did that. So I feel like that's part of her problem with Caleb. But I feel like what what young man doesn't want to get behind the wheel right away right. yeah <laughs> but it, like in the book molly said ing- ignorance is bliss sometimes because he didn't know what he was missing right before and now he knows that mm-hmm. that's a better possibility so yeah did you worry about the ranch hands reaction to donnie did that worry you at all when you were first reading it because i felt like they were a little standoffish at first i don't think ruckus was but ruckus really wasn't in this one much not as much yeah he was more in the first and third book but he still took them to church here mm-hmm. and there but i don't feel like i think the other ones just didn't know how to react like they've never been yeah, around it... that and they were well i don't know mm-hmm. and it made me nervous like are they gonna be kind to him or are they going to be mean like I wasn't quite sure how that was going to go. I mean, it all went well, but it was a little nerve-wracking for Donnie. I just love Donnie. <laughs> like I said, I'm a sucker for those kids. So, any other thoughts on this book? All right, how would you rate Waiting for Morning? I would rate it a three. I mean, obviously my favorite one was the first one, but I loved her writing in all of them. Mm-hmm. And so I would give it a three. I really enjoyed the story. It had humor again, which you enjoy. Yeah, I love humor. Yeah, yeah. If a book can make me laugh, it's good. And that first one made me laugh. And I was <laughs> it, so it's a good book. I enjoyed it as well. I'll give it three lassos. It was a quick read. I didn't want to put it down and I was able to finish it pretty, you know, mm-hmm. kind of feel, feel like a day or so it was done because I was just engaged in the story and I yeah. wanted to know what happened and yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I-, I was leaning towards like two and a half between two and a half and three like it's it wasn't the most captivating but what kept me going was donnie mm-hmm. not that i didn't enjoy caleb and, and molly's um love story but like i said i really liked donnie and his journey through the book and how he grew and became stronger and started doing things for himself you know yeah. i mean because she literally did everything for him got him dressed everything mm-hmm 
Okay. Well, that was a short discussion, but it was still a good book. Is um, It's a good series, which we'll talk about that series later. But Thank you for listening to our discussion of Waiting for Morning. Join us next week as we discuss the third and final book of the series, Gunpowder Tea. We are also excited to bring Margaret Brownlee to the show for episode 24. You won't want to miss this exciting show. As always, you can support the show by purchasing books from literaryscape.com or becoming a patron. Stay up to date on news and events by signing up for our newsletter and following us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, happy and blessed reading.